Know that worldly life is nothing more than play and entertainment. So this is one word, one way that word lahu is understood. Another way the word lahu is understood is that which keeps you busy and takes you away from something you're actually supposed to be doing. And that's exactly what entertainment is. Entertainment essentially is a waste of time. And you could be using that time for something more productive, but you basically lost that time entertaining yourself. That's the essence of the word lahu. But from it, when you come to the word ilha, it means to be distracted, to be pulled away from something. And in the verb itself is already embedded the idea that the thing that distracted you was less important, and the thing you were distracted away from was more important. That was more, that's already embedded in the word itself. Now, similarly, it's used in many places in the Quran. For instance, in Surah Al-Munafiqoon, Allah warns us, "Ya ayyuhaladina amanu la tulhikum." Same verb. This is over there. It's in fi'l nahi. This is in the present tense form. "La tulhikum amwalukum wa la auladukum an dikrillah." Don't allow your money and your children to be to to dis, to delude you, to distract you from the remembrance of Allah. So Allah is teach, establishing a point there. When it comes to remembering Allah, then even your money and your children are less important. And they are actually distractions from remembering Allah. Actually our money and our children should be a means by which we should remember Allah. And that lesson we will learn in this surah. How do you take what you have, and that becomes a means not to forget Allah, but a means to remember Allah. That's the lesson essentially in this surah. So it's, the surah begins with a complaint about us being you know, distracted, us losing the sight of things. And it concludes with a lesson that will teach us, it will teach us a profound lesson. The very things that distract us are supposed to be the things that remind us. They're supposed to be reminders. So it's a rewiring of our attitudes that's gonna take place in this surah. So alhaqum, it deluded you. I'm saying it as the subject, it deluded you. What is that it? What's the subject of the verb? What is the fa'il? It's at-takathuru. At-takathur is the next word in the ayah. So Allah is not saying it deluded you, He is saying at-takathur, which I'm not translating yet, deluded you, it distracted you. The first thing takathur means is the desire of having a lot. Kathir itself means a lot. At-takathur, the desire to have a lot. So the first meaning is the desire to have a lot distracted you. That's the first meaning. The desire to get a lot distracted you. You were so busy wondering, I don't have enough, I need to get more. I only have a rental, I need to buy a house. I only have an old car, I need to get a newer car. I only have this much savings, I need more savings. I only have one business, I need to establish another business. I only have this, I need more. There's always this desire of getting more and more and more. Your mind was always busy doing that, and it distracted your mind from thinking about something that was more important. That's the first meaning. The second meaning of takathur is the, com- the competing in getting a lot. So the first thing was wanting a lot for yourself. The second is competing with others in getting a lot. How come that guy got more than I did? This, this, this urge to compete with others in what you have. Constantly comparing your car with somebody else's car. Your house with somebody else's house. Your clothes with somebody else's clothes. Your assets, your, your wealth with somebody else's wealth. So this distracts you. The first thing was you want it for yourself. The second is you're competing with others. This attitude of competition between you, it keeps you, it keeps you busy. By the way, this attitude even takes place in social issues. They had a wedding. So how, how should our wedding, our family's wedding be better than theirs? Yeah. So the first thing was wanting more, and the second was competing in more. That's the second meaning. Here's the third meaning. It is taking pride in having more. 
التفاخر مع التكاثر. So I take pride in the fact that you have more. They didn't ask you about your car. They didn't ask you. But you felt an urge to tell them anyway because takathur implies not only do you have it, you like to tell people you have it. But the fourth thing the word takathur has is something that is shared. Ta'awun. Competition. Not just competition, but cooperation among each other. Right? When you have, what this fourth meaning is, is all of you have the same thing. All of you share the desire of wanting more. There's not one of you that wants less. Every one of you wants more. You all, have, all of you have that in common. And this common urge to want more and more and more, and to compete with each other. This one thing that has united all of you. By the way, this is one thing that unites people that are even different in religion, race, ethnicity, age. You could be different in so many ways, right? But what is one thing all people have in common? They want more. They want more than what they have. Nobody's happy with what they have already. And Allah says, this sentiment, this attitude, it deluded you. It distracted you. Don't allow your monies and your children to distract you from what? From the remembrance of Allah. There's a from there. There's an additional information. There's a piece of information that you're expecting. Now in this surah, Allah Azza wa did not mention an ayshay. And what? In regards to what are we distracted? So now, by leaving it open, by leaving it open, the benefit of that is, it becomes itlaq. It becomes absolute. You figure it out. Allah wants you to figure out, what is it that you're distracted from? Some of the ulama commented, the first thing, it distracted you from the truth. It distracted you from the one calling you to the truth. He's calling you to something important. I'm busy with work, man. Somebody comes to you, hey, listen, why don't we learn something about Qur'an? Why don't we learn something about the sunnah of our messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam? I'm busy right now. And Allah is saying your busyness is actually a distraction. And it kept you from So even most truth. Muslims today when we it look at the away. ayat when Allah calls us to become his slave, what do we reduce it to most of the time? We reduce it to worship. He's asking for something way more. It's something huge, it's something tremendous. So we've got, we've got three conditions so far. What do you have? We have love, obedience, Sincerity, our motives are now directed by Allah Sincerely for the sake of Allah And that's gonna come up in this ayah Then two more The next condition is trust Tawakkul We have to have trust in our master By the way, these five conditions, which scholar did I say? Ibn Taymiyyah rahimahullah this, These five conditions of slavery, right? You have to have absolute trust in this master Whatever he does, you have to trust is good for you Whatever he gives you is good for you Whatever he didn't give you, he didn't give you Because it's good for you If you got something, it's from Allah it's a gift. If you didn't get something, there's also good in that. You have absolute trust. Whatever may happen, whatever may occur, it is because of Allah's decree. إِلَّا فِي كِتَابٍ مِّن قَبْلِ أَنْ نَبْرَأَهَا لِكَيْ لَا تَأْسَوْ عَلَى مَا فَاتَكُمْ وَلَا تَفْرَحُوا عَلَى مَا آتَكُمْ It's simple. You know, whatever He may give you, so you don't become sad over what you lose, you don't become overjoyed over what you gain, everything is from Allah. Your tawakkul is placed, your complete reliance and trust is placed in Allah. So this, ma- this slave does not put his trust in means. You don't trust your car because it's a reliable, reliable company. You don't trust your family. Your trust in them comes from who? From trust. Your expectations come from Allah, not from your family. When you place your trust in creation, you will always be disappointed. When you place your trust in Allah, nothing will disappoint you. Nothing will disappoint you. What does it mean to be a good slave? That definition doesn't come from me. That those standards don't come from me. I cannot think for myself, I think I'm a pretty good slave. I think I'm doing alright. From your own assumption. You can't do that. 
those standards of what makes you a slave and what makes you a rebel, those standards are dictated by him and you have no hand in them. You have no say in them. This is the problem of most people and their relationship with God. Even if they'll tell you, I love God too, man. You Muslims, you love God? We love Him too. I love God too. Well, how do you please Him? Whatever my heart tells me. My heart tells me this is good. That's why I do it. But that concept doesn't exist for us. Why not? Because who's dictating what's good and what's bad? Allah Azza wa Jalla. You put the fitrah inside of us, yes. But what's dictated is it comes from the Master. These are the conditions of slavery. And this is the essence of this deen. In the end, what is this guidance about? You become slave, you accept him as master. That's the essence of Qur'an. In the end, that is the, the juice of the matter. And it is this concept that is nowadays being separated or, or not being understood in line with worship. These are two separate things. So in my recommended translation, Wallahu ta'ala alam, they were not commanded except that they may fall into slavery and worship of Allah. That's, that would be at the very least what I would have to translate لِيَعْبُدُ with. Now we come to the next part مُخْلِصِينَ لَهُ Making their, the, the religion, the deen sincerely for his sake What that implies is and لَهُ is مُقَدَّم this جَارُ is مُقَدَّم which means only and only for him that they would make this deen sincere It implies that there are those who do worship Allah who do become slaves of Allah but they don't make their religion Sincere only for him. They do some things for him, some things for themselves. And this is what the previous ayah is talking about. The previous ayah talked about the people who were given the book, they had knowledge. But they fell into disagreement. Why? Because there was some, yeah, we worship Allah, we pray to Him, but there should be some of our ego in there too. I deserve some, some things too.